What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's bonus podcast, where my desire is to take Sunday's messages just a little bit deeper. As always, we hope that this helps you and that this blesses you. If it does, be sure to share this message with somebody. Well, hey, Lighthouse, welcome back. Pastor Josh here after a very long, lengthy break from recording episodes on the Deeper Podcast. For those of you that are new or forgot why we even do this, I started doing this at the uh, last summer because I realized that with the allotted time to preach a message, there was just some things that were just left on the cutting floor. There was just some parts that didn't make it into my message that I felt like this podcast would allow me an opportunity to walk you, the listeners, and that's predominantly Lighthouse Church. It's going to give you the opportunity to hear some insight. Um, we're going to go a little deeper, thus the title of this podcast, and to just some more content that, as I said, didn't make it into the message, or it could have been, as this oftentimes happens, just could have been something that made it made its way in while I was preaching there will be moments of inspiration where the Holy Spirit will lead me into a thought that I might drip into the message, but I don't. I, I didn't put it in my notes. I didn't have the opportunity to fully flesh that out. So I felt like the deeper pod would give me a place and a space to do that. Now, what I also enjoy doing with the deeper pod is anytime I feel like it's worthwhile to talk about the preparation of the sermon, I'll do that as well. And so it's two things: it is talking to you all about the development of the message, and finally additional information that may not have made it into the message. So with that, let's dive it in. We are in a series called Open Door. This is a series that we kicked off on the 7th of January. I didn't get a chance to do a podcast for that. Whatever. I'm here today. Okay. You got me today. And um, we, we, we had this message yet on Sunday called, You've Got the Wrong Keys. Now, as I was preparing for this message and collaborating with Pastor Sam of our South County, he had this line. He said, you can't open new doors with old keys. It's, it's, it's not original language to him. I've heard this adage before, but man, when you are doing a series on open doors, this just, this, this hits, I said, okay, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and dive into that message. So as I began my preparation for the sermon, I could not help, but we led into the story of Moses and water coming out of the rock. Now, let me talk about some of the constructing of the sermon, the construction of it all. It was going to be a lot of Bible. I even prefaced that. My wife even like held her breath a minute in the sermon when I said, I've got a lot of Bible. I hope a lot of Bible doesn't bother you if it bothers you. And then I said, I hope that you would lean in any way. She thought I was going to send everyone out to church. Not, not what I was going to do. Not what I was going to do. But uh, truthfully, what I wanted people to know was you're not going to understand the tension and the text if you don't have all of the history. Now, one of the things that I teach our Bible college students when I talk about the preparation and delivery of a message, I have this line that I give them. You need a tension in order to hold someone's attention. You need a tension in order to hold someone's attention. If you don't have the history of Israel, if you don't have the story of their wandering and their period in Kadesh and the things that led to them wandering in Kadesh, you're not going to have the tension that you need 
to deliver this message. And so we went into a lot of Bible to dig out the tension that's in the text. And um, so once we dug out that tension of how this was not Moses's first go around, how 37 years earlier, this had happened before, the wandering, why they were wandering, how they even got to the place of wandering. We had to unpack all of that. All that was necessary just to get to a place where we could show them the tension. Now, once we have the tension, we can deliver the text. Once we have the tension, we can bring out the, we can bring out the solution. We've identified the problem. Now let's talk about the solution. And so our big thesis was you cannot open new doors with old keys. You can't open up new doors with old methods. You can't produce new results with old habits. A message like this is always going to go over well in the month of January. It's just the, the natural reset that we all have when it comes to wanting to do things differently, want to approach the new year with, um, with goals and ambitions and you know, trying to do better than we did the year before. So a message like this is going to hit. You know, we talked about that we've got to move on from being a follower of Jesus to becoming a disciple of Jesus. There's too many people trying to open up new doors by being fans of Jesus. They're just following him from a distance, but they're not a committed, life-giving, life-fulfilling relationship with Jesus. And so talked about why it was important to do that. And um, we also talked about Moses's posture when he got in front of the people. And this is the stuff that didn't make it on the cutting room floor. This is the stuff that 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 I left out of the sermon. And I got to be honest with you, this was stuff that actually I shouldn't, I can't say that it was cut out of the message because it didn't actually hit me until I was already in my review. And once I was in review, that means that my message was written and I was just um, re repeating it and memorizing it and making sure I, I, I knew which points I needed to spend more time on, where the, the message would crescendo, where the message would climax, etc. It occurred to me in the text. So, so this is new. This is new information. This is not what came out on Sunday. It occurred to me in the text that Moses is upset with the people. We talked about that on Sunday. Moses is upset with the people and he's upset with them. He's, he, he's asking them, you know, how, how much more will you test me? How much more are you going to make me bring water out of this rock? He called that generation a generation of rebels. And it struck me. The generation that Moses was speaking to in Numbers 20 was not the same generation he was speaking to in Exodus 17. You see, in Exodus 17, that's the generation that died in the wilderness. Numbers 20 is a whole new generation that had never seen water come out of a rock. This isn't the same generation that complained about water. It's a different generation. It's the next generation. And yet Moses talked to them as if they were the same. Moses failed to contextualize the needs of this generation on the demands of his leadership. You see, he tried to apply old leadership to a new problem. You might be saying this happened already before. This happened in Exodus 17. Not so, not with this crowd. It's a different generation. And here's, Lo here's Moses trying to use the same old leadership with this next generation. Man, I think this speaks to so many areas. And um, if you are a leader, and I'm not talking about it in just the church state, I'm talking about it in any capacity. You have to ask yourself, 
am I using the wrong methods to unlock this generation that I'm standing in front of? Remember when I was working at Northrop Grumman and my boss, who was very close to retirement, he um, retired actually uh, a couple years after I left the company, but shortly thereafter. And so he was really close to retiring, maybe one or two years out from retiring. And, uh, you know, he, he got to this point where he could not connect with the employees coming straight out of college. So he said, Josh, you're going to be in charge of not only sitting in on interviews with that generation, but you're going to be training them. You're going to be mentoring them. And so I did. I coached up quite a few uh, people that were right out of college. I was at the time in my early 30s. And so I was just right in that middle of his age and the age of the college students. And so I made it a point to to just you know do my job and do it well. But I also noticed that he had failed to connect with the next generation. That kind of stayed with me. I, I I saw that I was able to adapt to connect, but then I also tucked away that, you know, to the best of my ability, I don't want to lead like that. I, I don't want to be that leader that falls out of touch with the next generation. I don't want to be that person that fails to stay young. And that's just been a goal of mine. My wife and I, we talk about it, how I just, uh, we both want to remain young. We want to be able to connect with the next generation. And Moses here before them, he lost sight of the fact that this is not the same generation. And yet he's talking to them as though they are. He's literally holding the sins of the parents against the next generation. I think that's such a teachable moment to us all. And I hope that that's something that we can grab a hold of, that we are not applying old methods to new scenarios, that we are not applying old messages to new people. I just pray wherever you are and whatever place and space you are leading in or with your coworkers or or, or your family, your parents, this is your children. Find a way to unlock that generation. Find a way to stay connected with them. Remember, you're in their life for a reason. You're in their life to lead them. You are their parent. God chose you to parent them for a reason. Don't take that for granted and find the key. Find the key necessary to unlock them. Hey, I hope that blesses you. And that's all I have for you today. We will be back with you next week with another episode of Deeper. Well, hey, listen, that's all I have for you. I hope that this has been helpful and that this has taken you a little bit deeper. As always, we want to hear from you. Send us comments, questions, and feedback to info at lighthousechurchnc.org. So until next time, you take care.